0: Welcome to the Wealth Academy Podcast. This podcast helps you discover wealth is more than just money. It consists of several empowering components that make up wealth in your personal and business life. Now, here's your host, Paul great Lawrence day, Van. Hey, everyone. It's your host, Paul Lawrence Van, host of Wealth Academy Podcast. And what a beautiful day it is as the spring has sprung. Hope that you're doing great no matter where you happen to be in the world. And uh, don't forget the mantra, wealth is more than just money. Just wanted to share today a little bit about uh, maybe some things we should consider going forward uh, as it pertains to our money and financial issues. And the reason why I'm bringing this up today is because there's no better time than the present to do that. And uh, the fact of the matter is, is that uh, we should all have a very healthy relationship with our finances, without money. And the reason why is because the money is a respecter of persons, meaning that if you take care of it, it will take care of you. I've said in many, many uh, clubhouse on stages, as well as previous podcasts, that uh, it's very important to align our money life and monetary life and financial life With the rest of our lives, we need this alignment because when things are aligned or even if we have a trinity, it's always works together for the good. And so what I'm going to talk about here in the next uh, several uh, minutes is to just talk about where you are in your relationship to the hard earned money that you make. And I think it's very important. And uh, I wanted to share just a few things from one of the books that changed my life. And it's called The Millionaire Next Door. And uh, one of the key things and takeaways from this particular book is the fact that they, meaning the people who wrote this book, and I'll share their names right now. It's a Dr. Thomas Stanley and uh, Dr. William Danko. And they are PhDs. And uh, in this book, they analyze and they conduct research on wealthy people. And what they they do in this book is try to take us to where millionaires, where they are and how they think. Now, uh, some of the important things that they talk about is that building wealth takes discipline, sacrifice, and hard work. Wonderful, wonderful trinity. And I'm sharing this with you because it's what I want for you. I started and founded Club Wealth Academy uh, last week. And what I am going to do is I want to help 300,000 people to become financially free. So how do I go about doing this? I go about doing this by each and every day, providing commentary as well as clubhouse going on stages, hosting my own club here on Wealth Academy podcast and my newsletter and any social media channels that are out there. I'm trying to get this message out to everyone. And again, wealth building takes discipline, sacrifice, and hard work. And I don't want anyone to forget this. And also to consider Uh, one must be willing to make the necessary trade-offs of their time, energy, and consumption habits in order to begin building wealth and achieving financial independence. And so um, one of the things, as I mentioned before, is I want for you is for everyone that I know that I come into contact, uh, make them aware that their best position is to be financially independent. And so why? Well, I'll give you just a one classic example. It's one that I wish I didn't have to share, but I will. And it's the fact that we are now over one year into this pandemic with COVID-19 and had people set aside money into a account, uh, they would have been able to go into that account even if they didn't have a job. So it's one thing to have a checking account having a savings account, and then having another account set aside between six to nine months or really, when you get down to it, really one year. And it's important because of what we're going through at this very moment. Uh, People are in positions of remote employees. Uh, People hours have been cut back. Uh, Some businesses are operating at 50% capacity, meaning uh, they laid off a lot of workers and also some people will no longer go back to jobs because businesses have closed. And so that's why it's very important to have a, an account set aside in addition to the savings account uh, to be able to patch yourself, even if it's a year's salary. And uh, like I said, it, it could be an, a medical emergency. Uh, we don't want to lose our house to mortgage foreclosure. Uh, We want to have food to eat, so we won't have a food desert where we are experiencing problems uh, finding uh, food to eat, being able to pay utilities, uh, whatever apartment that one happens to have, uh, student loans, and we can go on and on and on. But the fact of the matter is, is that um, it's for your good and it's for my good uh, that we do this. And so let's talk a little bit more about uh, how we can go about doing this. Well, in many ways, uh, we have a new administration that's in place, the Biden administration. And uh, of course, we know they have the recent third stimulus uh, bill that became law. And now people are receiving stimulus checks of fourteen hundred dollars, their husband and wife uh, and their children, who, if they have children under 17 years of age or 18 rather. And if the couple individually, if a person makes $75,000 or less, or if couples, uh, if they're making $150,000 combined or less. And so uh, there, there's a little bit there, but of course we know it doesn't go far enough. And then the unemployment would be about $300 per week. And uh, it had been proposed for 400, but it's at 300. And now there's a child tax credit that's out there uh, that children will receive $3,600 a year if they're five and under. And if they're six to 17, they'll receive uh, roughly $3,000 per year. And this to help offset poverty. And then there's the uh, child tax credits that are out there as well. So when we have these different things <clears throat> that are taking place, one can really have a, a, a great head start. But most importantly, Uh, We have to really uh, lock down and get really serious about how we want to live our lifestyle. Now, listen to me. Uh, A mindset is defined as how a person views the world. It's their vision for how the world is going to be. So we know with over 300 million people in this country, everybody has a different mindset when it comes to money. And so what you have to do is to define what your mindset is and move forward. If you're willing to do what is necessary to become debt-free, to eventually start generating some wealth, doing some wealth building, and then uh, looking at doing some uh, legacy wealth, putting that together for the long run for your children, and uh, doing a clubhouse uh, session that I hosted last night, moderated uh, with another uh, wonderful uh, moderator, too, actually. Uh, We have... um, Renee Butler, who is a wealth building coach, and we have Asia L and Asia has been with me on every clubhouse I've ever been on. I really honor her for uh, being there because she's learning from me. I'm learning from her and the other people who happen to be in the room at the time. And what's wonderful about clubhouses that you can have the open dialogue and really uh, get some things out and being able to share it with someone. And of course, it's free of charge. It's basically like a free coaching. But uh, you know, one of the things that that I'm really trying to, to drill into people is, is that we can do a lot more for ourselves and I want us all to do good. Now, right now I'm gonna share just a little bit from The the uh, Millionaire Next Door. And there were seven factors that are involved Um, In in terms of who becomes wealthy, Uh, again, wealthy and wealth, everyone has a different definition for it, just like they have a different definition for success. But when it comes to wealthy, what this book entails, uh, The Millionaire Next Door, uh, is that it talks about who through research, who these people are and and how they happen to be uh, wealthy. And uh, 80% of American millionaires are first generation rich uh, is what they write about, which I would surmise that to be correct because a lot of people in America living in this consumer oriented environment, um, people tend to like to spend a lot. And so they're marketed to on every single level there is. And so when we have that, people have more of a propensity to spend as opposed to save or invest. But let's talk about um, some of the things that this book has in it. And they have what's called seven common denominators among those who are successfully, who have successfully built wealth. And again, this is from Dr. Stanley and Dr. Danko. And the first one is they live well below their means. And this by no means, means that they're living a very poor lifestyle. It doesn't mean that at all. It just means that they're very frugal. Uh, they, th- they think about every penny, not so much where uh, it's been um, what you would call ridiculous, but it's so, they've worked, person has worked so hard for their money, they just don't see themselves throwing it away. That's really what this means. And so they live well below their means uh, and I'm going to go through all seven, but I'm going to come back on uh, f- uh, future broadcasts and share them in more detail. And number two is that they allocate their time, energy, and money efficiently in ways conducive to building wealth. I think that's very important. So they, they put a focus on it and uh, they go after it, which I, I really admire them for that. Number three is that they believe that financial independence is more important than displaying high social status. In other words, it's almost like a person that has a title, like they're rich, or they're wealthy, but it's more so they just get along with life. They have the money, but you'll never know it. And, and I think that's very important. And they don't necessarily have to buy a, a nice uh, import vehicle or live in a gated community or belong to quote unquote social status type organizations to kind of reflect what their wealth is. They're just enjoying life. And yet they have the uh, resources, financial resources to do so. Then the next thing, number four, their parents did not provide economic outpatient care. In other words, the parents didn't set their children up to necessarily inherit anything. Uh, What they did is they gave the child or taught the child, well, you can make these decisions, And you can go forward and you can make it on your own, which I I truly believe in myself. Number five, their adult children are economically self-sufficient. This means that their children aren't waiting uh, for a handout. Uh, They are just just mostly just uh, are self-sufficient. They've gotten an education. They've gotten a job. They're earning their own money. And so the parent doesn't have to take care of them. Rather, they just... uh, Show them ways in which they can make decisions, makes better decisions. I think that's probably more of what it, what it entails. Number six, they are proficient in targeting market opportunities. And this very well could take into account invest, investing opportunities, whether it's through stocks, investing in stocks or real estate. And now, of course, everyone is in on the Bitcoin or cryptocurrency and, and different things like that. So, um, so they are targeting the market opportunities. And then last, number seven, they choose the right occupation. Typically, they're talking about a doctor, a lawyer, one of the professional type uh, industries, uh, a, a nurse, and so different uh, fields, a plumber, uh, areas that people, it has high demand, no matter what the economy is, everybody needs a plumber people need a doctor, they need a dentist, they need a lawyer, those, those type of fields right there uh, that uh, can really lend itself to being in high demand for a full career. And so those are some of the uh, things that um, they cover. And I'll, I'll go over them again real quick here, uh, just so you can understand uh, when I have a future broadcast what I'm talking about. So the seven factors are, uh, they, number one, they live well below their means, the wealthy people, that is. Number two, they allocate their time, energy, and money efficiently in ways conducive to building wealth. Number three, they believe that financial independence is more important than displaying high social status. Number four, the parents did not provide economic outpatient care. Number, number five, their adult children are economically self-sufficient. Number six, they are proficient in targeting market opportunities. And then number seven, they choose the right occupation. So with this, it gives you something to think about. And the most important thing that we all need to think about right now in March of 2021, one year after the the pandemic began, is that there is a way forward. There is a way for us forward financially. Uh, The definition of wealth in and of itself is a person that has a capacity or ability to earn money. Uh, Very few people become wealthy if they don't work for it, if they don't have some source of income to help them to become wealthy. So it all starts with that that job. It may not be the the job of your dreams, but if you have a job, you can start uh, building wealth and uh, ultimately become a uh, legacy wealth builder. And so this is what I want to share with you today, but number one is very important for us all to get that straight about what we want to do to align our uh, financial life with the rest of our life uh, in mind, body, and spirit, and to be able to understand where our money goes, what our spending habits are. And uh, in case we have another emergency like uh, this pandemic or 911 911, uh, so we want to be able to uh, position ourselves to be able to handle any situation that comes our way. And this is going to end this particular session here. I just wanted to share it with you and some of the dialogue that's taking place with inside of my uh, clubhouse uh, room. Uh, and we're talking about uh, wealth building and generating revenue. And we'll have other experts that are there uh, to uh, provide uh, assistance, and uh, it was wonderful to have the room last night because we had a wonderful guest uh, from um, Ghana, and then we had guests from Illinois, uh, Maryland, uh, California, so we had a very robust room. I uh, had a gentleman also from uh, Dubai and uh, or from Jordan, and it was great to have people in there and just open that dialogue up about uh, what... Um, they can do to create wealth. It's really what my goal is. My goal is to empower 300,000 people to become financially free, and uh, it's possible. Just hang on in there with me, and you will see. So uh, go out there to Apple Podcast, rate and review this particular episode, and uh, it will really, really uh, do you well in terms of moving you forward and better understanding the importance of becoming financially free. My time is up and I thank you for yours and I will see you on the next episode of Wealth Academy podcast. Have a great day everyone and think financially freedom. It will change your life. Thank, thank you, you for and listening. Have a great day. You will find the show notes for links to everything that was mentioned. You will find the show notes on my landing page. Subscribe to the Wealth Academy podcast. Rate or review the podcast on iTunes.